and that lets you save look here true form life green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in wherever you may be, across Canada on terrestrial radio or across the world as a podcast. We certainly couldn't be here without you. Now, today I'm bringing on Kristen Ciccolini, and she is an absolute pleasure. This is her first radio interview, and I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to have her on with me for the first time for her. I love interviewing newer interviewees because they're so excited and they have so much to offer and they they just bring so much or I suppose a different type of energy to the show so she has so much to offer Kristen actually was listening to the show I found her on social media and we've connected there in different ways and I've read one of her blog posts about reading ingredients and I couldn't agree more and it went against the grain a bit she talked about those shake type of companies, those meal replacement ones with tons and tons of ingredients and why they're not healthy for you. Again, which is what we believe. It's very important to read ingredients and pay attention to what you're putting in your body. And of course, you got a whole a whole bunch of negative feedback, some positive as well, but I thought I wanted to bring her on and share her perspective with you because it's similar with what from what we believe and we want to make sure that's clear to you so you have that healthy option in your life. So Kristen is a personal chef. She's a culinary nutrition expert. She's a holistic coach. She does a lot of different things around plant-based, especially with people that have allergies to gluten, dairy, and others, just for example. So I know you're going to get a lot out of this one. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. Bye. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Kristen in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Kristen. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. I'm super excited to have you on, Kristen. We've connected on social media a couple times, and I know you've heard the show in the past, and I know that you're a nutritionist, so I was like, why not bring Kristen on the show? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I've been following you for a while, and I know that I've been tweeting you for a little bit, and so... Excited to be here. Awesome. And we always appreciate that. So, Kristen, I want to give our audience a chance to get to know you a bit and learn more about who you are, what you do. So, I guess, what is it that you do and how did you get into being a nutrition expert? Uh, So, I'm a plant-based nutrition coach based out in Boston. And um, I guess, do you want me to start from the beginning? (laughs) Yeah, start from the beginning. What do you got? (laughs) Okay. So, um. I'll, I'll go way back. So growing up, I was a really big sweet tooth. Um, actually, it wasn't just sweet stuff. It was more of I was just a big snacker. And I would always look forward to what I was going to eat as soon as I got home from school. It was never anything healthy. <clears throat> and that's a habit I took with me all through college. And it wasn't until a few years after that that I began to really notice the relationship between food and my body. And it sounds so obvious, but to a lot of people, it's just not something that you think about. So about 
four years ago, I started making a commitment to working out more regularly and paying better attention to what I ate. And lo and behold, my mood started to shift. <laughs> and um, all through my teens and my early 20s, I dealt with depression and low mood and energy. And now suddenly, in a new lifestyle that was all changing. And I just had this light bulb moment, like, of course, a healthier lifestyle will help make you feel better. <laughs> but no one but no one really told me that before. And no one tells you the why behind the things when you're growing up, they just say, eat your vegetables, but not why you need to eat your vegetables. And of course, we know we have to eat them to be healthy. But what exactly does healthy mean? And what do the foods do for you? So we aren't taught that part. So without the why, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. So that part didn't really come to me until I started taking these classes in Boston that were part circuit training workouts and part healthy brunch. So the instructor, she would make a, after the workout, she would make us smoothies or other breakfasts and talk about the ingredients and how they worked for our bodies and what the ingredients do for us. And I was so fascinated by all that. And I just, I started working all that I was learning into my own diet and the foods that I was eating. And Around that time as well, my mother was diagnosed with diverticulitis, and she wasn't able to eat certain foods while she was recovering. And that was another light bulb moment where it really stood out to me that food and health are directly related. Because if she ate certain things, it would cause a flare-up. She'd have to go back to the hospital. So there's there's that direct connection again. And I know it sounds so silly and obvious, but we really don't think about these things until someone forces us to. And also at that time... I was working in social media marketing, and that was a 24-7 job. You have to be available all the time, and I was really burning out, and I realized that nutrition, as I was doing it more of as a hobby and just trying to incorporate healthier things into my lifestyle, I realized that was more of a passion for me, and I was really enjoying using my knowledge to improve my own health, so I wanted to be able to do that for others. And... I somehow, in that time, I somehow stumbled upon the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, and it was through a blog that I was looking at from one of the alumni. I just happened to look at her about page. I saw she was a culinary nutrition expert, and I was just like, what's that? <laughs> and I enrolled pretty quickly after I found it. So, And actually, that's how I found your show, Drew, because the founder, Megan Telpner, had done an interview with you, and I had been listening to the show ever since. So, um, yeah. That was in 2016, and I started my business kind of quietly in January 2017 after I got my certification. I did it quietly because I was at my marketing job at the time, and um, then I was able to officially quit my marketing job last June and fully change careers, move into my business full-time less than a year after I got certified. And... <clears throat> It was a really scary thing to do, a big career change, but I just knew deep down that that's what I wanted and that I had the drive to do it. Wow, that's such a drastic... What, you know what the thing is, is so many people come to me these days and they're like, how do you run an online business or how do I get out of my regular job or they have these big plans and rarely do I hear someone actually do it. They're usually talking about it and, and, and it often happens for years. Like I stay in contact with different individuals. It could be longtime friends or it could be newer types of people that reach out and they're like, I really want to get out of this regular job and do my own thing, but they never really do. How did you decide and make that was there a turning point or was there like a point of no turning back? How did you take that action? 
Well, I did. So there's a there's another option that the culinary nutrition school offers, and it's that's Megan's biz rocking program. And it's more of just kind of giving you a boost to go off on your own. So I learned a lot through that. It's a six week program. And then that was in January. So that's when I kind of was quietly starting the business. And over those next six months, I just saved up all my money as much as I could, because I mean, going on your own, things are going to be a little quiet in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I just I tried to learn everything I possibly could about running a business. I saved my money. I the social media marketing experience absolutely helped me. Um, just a lot of people aren't very savvy in that area, and I I am. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just say it. But um, so I know that helped me hugely. And the biggest thing that I've found that really helped me in the beginning is the whole fake it till you make it advice is really the best advice. I would just say yes to everything that came my way. And just my, my thing was say yes, figure it out later. And <laughs> that's, that's how it works. I mean, it holds you accountable, and you figure it out. So I'm generally a shy person. It's it was hard for me in the beginning to put myself out there. And I but I, that's the only person who's going to do it because I work for myself, so I have to do it. Um, so just giving myself that accountability, saying yes and figuring it out, it forced me to do things that maybe I wasn't super comfortable with, but now I am. So it just it helps you grow and helps you it helps you grow in your business. And that's my best advice. Is the advice everyone gives, but it's really true. <laughs> well, I was just reading this book, and they and this guy said he he lost a hundred pounds and he changed his life. And he said that if you just paid attention to cliches and you followed them, you'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, right. They're cliche for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but that's interesting about your social media background because a lot of times when I talk to newer entrepreneurs or business owners, they have no idea how to use social media and they really don't have a whole lot of interest. They're, they want to focus on their business or their craft, whatever they're an expert in, which is rarely social media. So that's pretty cool that you had that background and could kind of jump into your own business and be like, well, I've been doing this for years anyways. I may as well do it for myself. Yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely helped. It made me look a lot more exciting than things probably were in the beginning but <laughs> but just having that knowledge is it was priceless what is these what are these monthly plant-based potlucks that you host at the Fenway Community Center yeah so we're actually starting this month but um it's a plant-based potluck and everyone that comes brings enough food for three to four people so um it's all either vegetarian or vegan and I want to do that because I just like everyone to participate. Um, so my cooking classes as well are all vegetarian and vegan just because I just don't want anyone to be left out. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I do the I do the potlucks and sometimes I teach classes at the Fenway Community Center. So I live right near Fenway Park and I um, I'm on the committee for that. So, yeah. Are you a Red Sox fan? I am born and raised in Massachusetts, <laughs> so it's it's by default. <laughs> Is everyone in, my blood. in the area like diehard Boston Red Sox fans? <laughs> Mostly, I'd say so, but this area it's very transient. There's a lot of colleges around here, Northeastern's nearby, and um, so 
you know, I'm sure there's some quiet Yankees fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wanted to talk to, to you about ingredients because what I really found for me, like a turning point is like, I have to talk to Kristen was when I read your article about ingredients and I suppose more specifically, it was for different types of supplements that had a ton of ingredients. And for us, that's why we developed Complete Truth Proteins because I was tired of putting all these ingredients in my body to have a supplement that I thought was doing good for my body. And you kind of broke it down and i just like for you to share a bit about that and how you kind of came up with that conclusion and then you shared it on social media, which I think is amazing because I hear a lot of this these conversations with nutritionists and people that kind of feel the same way, but they don't step out of their comfort zone and they're so worried about all the other opinions and people disagreeing with them. So uh, can you talk about that? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I had a lot of disagreements, <laughs> um, <laughs> I especially, bet. I mean, so the article was about these meal replacement shakes or, um, they're very popular. I don't know if you want me to say the names, but um, whatever you. Okay. So the article was about Shakeology, Soylent and Isogenics. And a couple of them are MLM based, but it was more just these shakes that are very popular and are said to be meal replacements. And people are very protective about the things they spend a lot of money on. So <laughs> I did get a lot of hatred about it, but I wanted to look at it and just compare the ingredients see what types of things were going into these drinks and whether it was actually a solid meal replacement. And what I found with each one is generally, no, they're not very good meal replacements. So either they just don't contain enough calories or pretty much, I think what I found was it was between 45 to 55 ingredients per scoop. So, I mean, you think of a scoop, it's like two tablespoons or so. And you think how 50 ingredients, how did you even get it in there? Right. So, and a lot of it is just really, it's vitamins and minerals that aren't bioavailable to your body, meaning that they are the, they're less bioavailable. So they're not able to absorb into your body as well as maybe more expensive versions would. So it's a way for them to kind of save a little bit of money, say that they're giving you the vitamins and minerals that you need, but you're not absorbing absorbing them as easily. Um, so I found out of all three, Shakeology seemed to have the best ingredients and the most uh, have the highest quality, but. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend any of them really. I, I come from a whole foods approach. So if I, obviously you're not going to be eating 45 ingredients for breakfast, but <laughs> these, like I said, these vitamins and minerals are not the best versions for you usually. And you're going to get the right amounts, the right combinations. Nature has an amazing way of giving you all those things in one little package. So if you're just eating whole foods, you're going to get all the ingredients that you need. And I know that people do this for um, saving time, but that's where giving yourself a little bit of time to do some meal prep on Sundays or just take some time to have some quick go-to snacks or smoothies. I mean, just a regular smoothie with some fruits and vegetables in it can be fine better for you than 
replacing an entire meal with a 50 ingredient powder. <laughs> you know, like to me, it's, we have the same perspective, but it's crazy for me to think that we, we feel like it's okay to put something in our body that has 50 ingredients. And, and I'm like, it's just staggering. Like, I don't understand where that mindset comes from. It's like you're putting 50 different ingredients in your body and then you're trying to get your body to digest that food. And we wonder, or food-like substance, let's call it, our body's trying to digest it. Then we wonder why we have digestion issues, and we and we can't figure out why we have other health issues that don't, and we don't put it together that it's all related. So it's it's so yeah, it's I don't I can't really say much more about it. We like we believe or come from the standpoint that you should be able to read and pronounce every ingredient that you put in your body. And now, for coming from a whole sta- whole food stand standpoint or perspective i suppose it's it's pretty easy to be able to go through the grocery aisle and see you go to the the food section not the packaged food section but you go to the produce section you can see an apple (laughs) it's an apple it has one ingredient or a cucumber it has one ingredient so i think it's much better to have foods in your body that is the ingredient instead of foods that have ingredients yeah i generally say if you're going to buy packaged foods Look at the ingredients, and if you, I mean, if you had the recipe, if you couldn't buy all of those ingredients at the store and make it yourself, regardless of whether you can cook or not, just in theory, <laughs> um, if you couldn't do that, then put it back down. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it because it, it just simplifies things. And I think yeah. many times we look at trying to prepare or some put something together that has all these ingredients, even like crazy recipes that you're like, what is that ingredient? Like you probably don't need it if you don't know what it is or where to buy it. <laughs> so then of course there's always those people that aren't not going to agree. And, but I suppose, why did you decide to publish that? Did you, you're just okay with sharing your opinion? Did you know that there was going to be, as soon as I read it, I was like, Oh, there's going to be a whole lot of unhappy people. reading this." <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of expected it and I was a little giddy thinking about it <laughs> just because I, I like seeing other people's opinions and I got a lot of long emails from people, which was really interesting. But there is something that I learned from Megan Telpner is that she's done a lot of this stuff too, where she is going against the grain and she's not afraid to do it. And she has research to back up her claims and I did too. So I just felt I feel that she's a mentor of mine, so it just felt good to me to do it, to put that information out there knowing that I'm coming from a good place, research-backed, and if there's opinions against it, there's opinions against it, and that's totally fine. Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just that Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. Okay, and then we'll find we'll link that in the show notes as well. So in case our listeners want to go, maybe some I know sometimes our listeners are driving or working out, they can go and click on the blog post and then they can read the full article if they're interested. 
All right, Kristen, what, for your philosophy, when you work with your one-on-one nutrition coaching or when someone comes to you, what, what's the biggest concern that they have that they want you to answer? Um, well, my usual typical client is someone who either just wants to get in a healthier lifestyle and is dealing with some roadblocks, whether it's something like sugar addiction or finding the time at all to just do some meal planning and cooking for themselves. Or my other typical client is someone who wants to control their health through their diet. So I have people who get diagnosed with a certain condition and all of a sudden aren't allowed to have gluten or dairy or soy anymore and they just have no idea what to eat. So a lot of people don't really have time to think too hard about their food because a lot of people don't prioritize their health. It's just they there's so many things to do during the day. You take care of work, take care of family, and then by the end of the day when it's time to take care of yourself and feed yourself, it's the last thing on your mind. So it requires them to think harder when they're diagnosed with with a certain condition that affects their diet. And I, I like to work with them so I can take the hard work away from them. It's like one less thing that they have to think about. So when they come to you and they say, they say I'm gluten, I need, like I need to avoid gluten or I need to avoid dairy, how do you walk them through? Do you create meal plans for them? Or let's say one of our listeners, for example, says, I need to avoid dairy. Well, what's one of the first things that you say to them or how do you deal with that? Well, I'll tell them it's not the end of the world. You can still have cheese, but we're going to make it a different way and you're going to have to make your own cheese. So I'll give them plenty of resources and recipes for if, I mean, if dairy is something that they feel they absolutely cannot live without, I'll make sure that they feel that there's enough alternatives for them to turn to, um, give them recipes. And also I try not to focus on what you can't have and come from it, come at it from a perspective of abundance. So what are the great things that you can have instead, but aren't going to take away from your health? And is that, are they quite receptive to that? I know sometimes people like, I can't like they're, they, I hear the exact same thing. They like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. How can I make a change in my life? Is it, is it more of like a panic or are they more there? They, can you talk them into like being rational and things are going to be okay? I can, I feel like I can talk to them and talk them into it a little bit. I mean, in the beginning, it's definitely something that's, um, that they are hesitant to do, but then they come to a point where they're not seeing either seeing the results that they want, or they're still dealing with a health problem. So it's like, well, this is the thing that you have to do if you want to feel better, or if you want to see those results. So you do private, you're a private chef as well. Yeah, so I cook for clients if they don't have time to do their meal prepping. I'll go in their home and um, like a little fairy, just like leave some <laughs> leave some healthy meals for them for the week. That's awesome. What kind of people is it? Just busy professionals that don't have time, or I would say make time to to make their own food. So you go into their house, prepare their food, and then you're off. Yeah, basically. So um, people who don't have time or if they're dealing with a certain health condition and they just, again, if they don't know what to cook for themselves and they just don't want to cook for themselves or if they're unable to because of a certain condition, then that's where I come in. Awesome. Can you give us an example of a meal that you would create for one of your private clients? Yeah. So I have a client who has chronic Uh, fatigue syndrome and she has to follow an Ayurvedic diet. So every week, I'm actually going there right after this. (laughs) Every week I work with her um, and we make sure to get to follow the Ayurvedic principles and the things that we do. So one of the things I've given her 
I, I, I tend to just throw things together. So a lot of vegetables, a lot of cooked vegetables, uh, make sure have good spices, warming spices like turmeric, ginger. Um, and I kind of, we plan a little bit week, week to week, but the best thing that I've made her recently that she really loves is this golden chia pudding. So you've heard of like golden milk lattes. I don't, maybe I'm missing the golden part. What makes it golden? <laughs> Turmeric. Okay. <laughs> so people are, that's like the latest fad is uh, golden lattes. So turmeric, ginger, um, maple syrup, cinnamon, and it's, it's a really nice beverage, but then she wanted some chia pudding. So I put that together for her and just kind of merged it and she loved it. So, <laughs> yeah, so what just, do you do? I actually had one of these not too long ago at a coffee shop because I usually drink tea and they had a, it is more of a coffee shop. I usually drink tea and they only had a few options for teas. And then they had this turmeric and I love turmeric, turmeric latte. So I was like, I'll have one of those. And I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I usually only have it. So it's uh, a latte more just with like almond milk. I don't drink coffee, um, which is another thing that people like to complain about when I talk to them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so it, the latte is mostly, it's just almond milk with those spices and warm it up and it's really delicious. And then, so with the pudding, what do you put, you make this mixture and you put chia seeds in there? Yeah, so you just, um, you stir up the the spices and the maple syrup and vanilla um, and then you add the chia seeds and whisk it every few minutes for about 15 minutes and then it thickens up and it's a pretty delicious breakfast. Gives you all the good fiber you need to start the day. It's good. Very nice. I feel like a lot of people say I don't eat breakfast or I can't eat breakfast or I don't have time for breakfast. So that's a great option. What do you say to your clients when they, I'd imagine a good number of them say I don't have breakfast in some regard? What do you say to them? They do. And I tell them that that's the reason for their cravings throughout the day. Um, I I really try to push a good solid breakfast. So um, some people work out in the mornings and they don't want to have anything beforehand. And that's fine. I just, I just ask that they try to have a good combination of protein, fat and fiber. And that's what will keep you satiated until lunch and keep the cravings later on in the day away. And then what's one of your favorite breakfasts that you have personally? Um, I, I make smoothies a lot because I just, I, when I wake up in the morning, I just go straight, I work at home. So I just go straight to the computer and I'm just busy, busy all morning. So I just, I like to go to smoothies just because it's easy. Um, the one I've been making lately is, I don't know, this, it has some veggies in it. I like to hide veggies in it. <laughs> so I make it with blueberries, banana, cauliflower, and carrot <laughs> oh my. And, almond, and almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> and it, does it taste good? Yeah, so the it's the banana's key. It definitely is key to cover up the cauliflower taste. But I mean cauliflower, it's I've been hiding it in a lot of smoothies lately and it's just an easy way to get an extra vegetable in. Awesome. I've never put cauliflower I have smoothies every day, like two. I have a green smoothie with just vegetables in the morning and then a fruit smoothie in the afternoon, which has more combination of all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> but I've never put cauliflower in. So I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I make I make a good green smoothie too. I do spinach and avocado. It's all, There's no fruit in it. I, I like to use avocado in place of banana sometimes just to, you, you just get the same creaminess, but just more fiber, more fat. So it's a good alternative. And do you have recipes 
some of these recipes on your website? I do. Yeah, I post um, I post recipes on my website. That chia pudding one is on my website, and I also post a bunch on my Instagram too. Awesome. All right, Kristen. If more, if our listeners want to know more about you, or if they want to follow you, more details on your website, can you tell us where to direct them? Yeah. So my website is goodwitchkitchen.net, and my Instagram is goodwitchkitchen. And Goodwitch Kitchen does that have anything to do with the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> no. So, <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you want to know the little story behind it? It's quick. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, so the reason I chose that name is because witches are known as healers and they use herbs and other natural remedies to cure ailments. And I don't claim to cure anyone, but I do help people to heal and learn and support their own health through a natural approach. So I just chose that name and I have some own witchy interests too. So <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. I'm a big Wizard of Oz fan, I got to tell you. <laughs> we can say that too. I'll be Glenda. <laughs> So I thought the Good Witch Kitchen, I thought there might be some correlation there, but very cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your time with us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. I love that interview. I told you that I love bringing on new interviewees because they bring a new new energy to the show. So I hope you enjoyed that from Kristen. And I hope you consider reading the ingredients and paying attention to the foods or food types of substances that you're putting into your body because it definitely all plays a role in our overall health. So it's definitely important to do that for you because no one's going to Sorry, it's definitely important to do that yourself because no one's going to do it for you. All past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So if you ever miss a show, you can always go back and check out the past shows there. We do have a free app on any Apple device that you can download so you can take the show with you wherever you go. And if you're looking for a free 10-day fitness challenge to get you going in the right direction, head over to trueformlife.com slash 10-day fitness challenge. This is where we put together 10 different workouts. We send you a brand new workout each day, 20 minutes or less to get you going in the right direction. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.